once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the C Squared podcast with Corey, Curtis, and Gaia, who is now also of C Squared. She is one of our newest partners in crime, and she is joining us for this show where we, as always, drop some serious knowledge bombs on you or knowledge poppers in the case of if they're mini knowledge bombs. Um, but yeah, Gaia is joining us for the second time today. First time she was a guest, and now this time she's a co-host. So welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Super excited to be here today with you at this uh, early time <laughs> on Sunday. This early time. <laughs> so I, I want to start off by saying one thing. So Gaia's been with us for two weeks now, or is that correct, Gaia, about that? Yeah, about two weeks, yeah. Okay, about two weeks. And first thing, so the way that she became part of C-squared um, was kind of like she asked me about doing websites, if she should start selling websites. That was how it started, didn't it? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to ask her this, what you think about this idea, because I wanted to do web store for bands for a while, because it's something that I really, really, really enjoy doing. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to ask him what you think about if that would be a good idea for me. And then we we're just like, oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then I said, and then I talked to Corey, and then we did, then we decided that we were going to ask her to join C squared as the, as a website slash web shop designer, I guess is the right word. Um, and then on top of that, she also agreed to start working as a publicist at the same time by doing the, she's going to start pitching Spotify playlists um, in the next few weeks. We, she has her first client signed up. I don't know if she realizes that yet. I don't think I told you. Uh, oh. but they, start, they start at the end of the month. And then she's also taking on a campaign that she's doing with me with Upstate Records. So um, first question I want to go, first thing I want to cover is, so Gaia, so you're kind of new at all this. So what made you decide that you, you were going to uh, be part of our harebrained shenanigans? Um, to be honest, like I've always been kind of very interested in PR. I, I, I love like seeing how people like share their stuff and like how seeing like, you know, campaigns just start with something and like grew. Yeah. Um, so like when you asked me, I was like, oh, of course I want to be part of this. Like this is something that I've been wanting to learn and I've been wanting to like have more um, of an insight of how it works. And um, so I was super excited to join the team. And also, like, I love both of you. So I was like, of course I want to join. <laughs> I, I, I feel special now. Uh, Corey, so let me, let me ask you this question. Why, why, did, why did you agree to my shenanigan of uh, asking Gaia to join C-Squared and Holly, for that matter? Oh, well, Gaia is freaking awesome. So yeah. for those of you who don't really know a whole lot about Gaia, she is a like social media maven. She's bomb at Instagram. Yeah, maven. She is a social media <laughs> maven. She is bomb at Instagram. She's, I mean, you're super smart. So why would I say no? There's like, there was like no reason to be like, oh no, I don't want Gaia on my team. That'd have been dumb. <laughs> and that's exactly how dumb I would have sounded had I said no. Well, the other thing too that I really that, that I think is good, I'm going to toot both your guys' horns as well, is the fact that both of you guys do not put up a bunch of resistance to stuff when you're when we talk about doing something. It's kind of like it seems like more of a team effort and a cooperative effort versus like if I ask Guy or I ask you to do something, Corey, or you ask me or vice vice versa. It's like we just kind of go with it and we don't kind of go. Like, 
man like you know what i mean so yeah. you're gonna say something i'm just agreeing there's like nothing, <laughs> I have nothing else it's just agreement yep that's us <laughs> no it is totally but i think that's well, what kind of makes it works but i think that that's like there's so much resistance in this industry to trying anything new mm-hmm. or branching out from what you know or anything like that and honestly it's like why what is the worst thing that's going to happen like I, what would have been the worst thing that happened if I said no to working with you, Curtis? You I mean, well, no, I mean, if I had said, okay, so in saying, let me rephrase that because I said that wrong. In saying said, yes, what was the worst thing that was going to happen? Like nothing bad really can happen from saying, yeah, sure, I'll start writing press releases for you. Yeah, sure, let's go into creating this C-squared thing together. Yeah, sure, let's bring Gaia on. Yeah, sure, let's bring Holly on. Like what's, what bad thing is going to happen? I really don't understand all the resistance to trying new things in the industry. Yeah. Well, on top of that, I've also like basically given you guys both keys to the kingdom by letting you guys now have full control of the MailChimp, the Holics, <laughs> and everything like that. So, I mean, I'm I- just downloading all your lists and I'm going to yeah. go now. So, <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just saying that there's Till a lot later. of trust. I'm just saying that there's a lot of trust at the same time, right? So, and I think that's kind of a good thing to have when you're starting out but also at the same time i've known gaia for what a year now approximately uh about a year i think so yeah yeah yeah, we yeah we you worked on the 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 crowdfunding yeah i did yeah yeah i remember you sent a press release for the song with uh with Lindsay. that's right and i did and i did that because of Lindsay as well at the same time that's right and Mm -hmm. so she was she's Lindsay approved is the other thing you're Lindsay approved, so I think we're all three of us are Lindsay approved. That's probably why I, I wasn't yeah. Lindsay approved when you met me. Like I was the risky no. one. <laughs> you were. You I was you the Lindsay. risk. But you got Lindsay approved pretty darn quickly. Yeah, after like two, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I was the one that it's like, why are you asking me to work with you? You don't even know me. Why have you given me access to all of your content? I, <laughs> I was the one that was confused. <laughs> and, and then now, 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 two months later, we both own the same business. It's fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. But, um, anyways, so Gaia, let's talk about for a second. So, since you've joined C Squared, you have managed to personally, personally sell uh, about eight hundred dollars. I think it was last week, correct? Yeah, it was about that. Okay, so I want to talk about this for a second because it's kind of C Squared related, but it's kind of not. So. You had told me that the inspiration for doing that was based on a post, and I believe it was also due to the PDF, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. it was kind of an idea planted by me and Corey. Can you kind of go over what happened there? Yeah, so um, you did a post in the Music Mixer uh, group on Facebook that was like talking about like uh, having goals and like setting goals for like next month. I was like, oh, I did not have any goals. I, I kind of realized I had been spending the past few months just like going with the wave and just like letting things kind of go like I didn't really think about like selling stuff to um to my fans and I was like oh you know what I'm gonna I I remember seeing the post I went into like my um my closet I took out my box of cds I counted them I was like okay I have 27 copies left I was like I'm gonna sell them out in uh, May and I, I was just like, oh, why not start now instead of like starting in May? So like I started the day after, I think it was, or like two days mm-hmm. after. And like yep. we sold them all in like two, two, two days and a half. Yeah. 27 CDs, right? Yeah. 27 CDs. 27 CDs. And on top of that, Gaia started with uh, selling the website. I want to I be clear. Gaia is part of C-Square, but, squared, but she's like a contractor. So she only gets paid mm-hmm. when we sell the thing that she's doing. So 
just mm-hmm. putting that there for the tax man in case the tax man is listening. Um, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, so Gaia also sold a website, her first website within five days as well. So it, and that was part of the income that you did as well. Yes, so, it was. So you sold, it was 400 for the website or was it 300? I can't remember. Uh, well, it was like 300. Yeah. Okay, so she got $300 for the website that she sold and she's going to be creating. And then she got an additional four, almost $500 on CDs and shirt sales. That was the breakdown there, basically. Yeah, yeah. I sold like about the 40 shirts on top of the 27 uh, albums. Okay, and how much was it that you sold last month? <laughs> uh, I think it was like two. <laughs> two, two CDs or $2? Uh, two, two CDs. Like I didn't push them. Okay, so you went from like $20 or some 25 bucks or whatever the heck it is yeah, to $100 in a two-day period. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, eh? <laughs> and that just means like you have to put goals, like you have to set goals. It mm-hmm. does. So question now, so because we're going to turn this around a little bit. So have you set your goal for May? No, I kind of fucked myself <laughs> because I did my goal for them for the this May and this month. So I'm just like I'm trying to figure out what my next goal is going to be. I know I have like a new thing starting um, next. I think it's uh, in a few days. I have like uh, mm-hmm. there's a big announcement coming, and I'm going to be working on that project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I don't have any CDs left, so I'm just like trying to figure out what would probably be my next goal. Maybe uh, t-shirts or mugs. Yeah, you- we do t-shirts or mugs how much how much are t-shirts and mugs out of curiosity uh mugs are 22 dollars canadian dollars uh t-shirts are i think they're 35 dollars so if you if you sold two two web shops this month plus a plus say another 10 shirts or 10 mugs you'd be over about a thousand bucks right something like that yeah that'd be probably pretty easy to do yeah i think that would be doable yeah yeah so what don't we what don't we say right now that your target is to Two so web shops. Okay, two yeah. web shop and yeah, she, writes it down. she writes it down. Like you, yeah, you yeah. Idea, like you fucking start writing it down right away. Okay. Well, you know what? I have my uh my board. I'm gonna use my board. So so this is like my goals. Mm-hmm. So there's none. <laughs> okay. okay, just like oh. okay. Oh, while you're doing that, while you're doing that, Gaia. Um, I want, yeah. Um, so the two websites and the tens. 10, 10 shirts or 10 mugs. So that, that would be roughly a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. if we come back to this next month on June 2nd, I think it would be. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have, we have to make sure that you can brag that you did, that you made the target. Okay. Make so, goals. We said 10 t-shirts or mugs. Yeah. 10 t-shirts or mugs. T-shirts. Or Can't mugs. Different guy looks now with their hair like that. Keep I know. Someone different. She, yeah. I, I, the soulless club. Yeah, yeah I, I woke up this morning and I forgot about my hair and I saw myself in the mirror. I was like, ah, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, You're slowly that's, turning that's, into me. That's yeah. Totally, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Um, Corey, okay, so you want to talk about goals for a minute, Corey, your, your viewpoint on goals and goal setting? Yeah, I mean, there's only one really big thing that bands and other professionals need to keep in mind when they're setting goals and it's to keep them fairly simple. Like, yep. it's that whole kiss mentality keep it simple stupid you want to make sure that your goals are something that is clear 
you know, point A to point B is a clear path and that it's something you can actually achieve. Now, if Gaia had said, I want to sell a thousand CDs in a month, that's probably not a simple goal. I mean, nope. it's a great goal. I mean, it's yep. a simple concept, but it's not one that's achievable at this stage for really, mm-hmm. well, any of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so when it comes to setting goals, just make sure that you're not setting yourself up for disappointment because... I mean, it's good to dream big and hope for big, but at the same time being realistic with your goals. Cause if you, if you constantly set goals that are always out of your reach, you're just going to end up discouraged and not proud of what you actually accomplished, which is still humongous. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question then, cause I'm always setting the big, big ones and you're trying to ground me all the time. Do you, how, how, do you, do you think that works with us or not? Cause I think it works. I think we have a good dynamic because we need one person that's a dreamer and then one person Mm -hmm. that's the like, okay, but what we, what can we actually do? This would be nice, but what is actually reasonable? So I think it's a good, like what the other lacks one of us has. So, and it's not that I don't dream big, but it's at the same time, I don't want to set that in my head that that's what's going to happen. Like, you know, all of our guys get a massive world tour. Yeah, yep. that's a great big dream. But at the yep. same time, I don't want to get it into my head that that's the future of what is going to happen next month or whatever. So you don't want to, you don't want to set yourself up for the failure part portion of what it is. Exactly. Because when you do that, then you ignore what you've accomplished. So, yep. and, and I mean, all of the accomplishments that we've had are, are they're big, they're big yeah. accomplishments and they're not something that we should feel ashamed of. Nope. For not being any bigger because yep. I mean, we're working with smaller bands we're yep. not working with Cannibal Corpse as much as I want to, George, if you're listening. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I mean, what who we are working with, they're gaining a lot of traction. So we should still be proud, even if we're not getting Metallica results. Yep. No, I agree. I mean, I, I'm proud of what Gaia did because she did 800 freaking dollars in a week. Most people. Exactly. Most people can't do that. Yeah. Most people can't do that. So um when we posted, oh, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I posted in the mixer group about what Gaia did, and mm-hmm. I believe nobody else had made their target other than Laura. I think I think the two of you guys were the only two that actually managed to do it. So um, I want to toot Corey's horn a little bit on this because, well, both of our horns, not just your horn, horn, uh, because I think one of the one of the key one of the key things is that with us going over the targets and setting targets for the last few weeks and having the PDF and stuff that went over setting targets that kind of really focused. Oh, you're dumb. Get up, okay. uh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. I have, I have a sausage dog. So like, they're, I'm going to mute myself just a second. <laughs> but anyways, I think one, of, I think one of the key key things is that just by going over and setting the targets, it actually went, made it easier for everyone that was involved. Cause we didn't really tell them too much what to do other than you know here's the goal here's the target type thing you know what I mean Corey exactly like but I I think having something that's like a definitive this is what I'm aiming for yeah it gives you a lot more motivation than kind of being in the ether with no real direction of you know oh I hope I sell some CDs this month no this is my goal of I'm going to sell all of these CDs this month so having that definitive endpoint to look forward to definitely helps people push forward rather than the, I'm going to sell some CDs this month. It's too ambiguous. So I have a question for both of you. I'm going to ask Corey first, because guy, I think I know, I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask Corey first. So 
how do you feel, Corey, about when I when I say that the target is this, and I don't want to deviate from it? Do you think that do you think that's good good when I do that? Do you think that's like too out there? It depends on the target. <laughs> okay. It really depends on the target. Okay. Uh, cool. Saying I want you to have a full time income by July, probably that, not the most reasonable probably. target. <laughs> no, but December is December is. December is a more reasonable target, but it's, yeah, it's just more, sometimes your targets are a little lofty. (laughs) We'll just put it that way. We'll put it lofty. Um, But but I think having a clear goal that you stick to is important. Cool. Cool. What about you guys? Cause cause like I said to you, I wanted it done by Friday. And you were like, no, or what do they say? Thursday. I think it was Thursday. I said, and then you were like, like, no Friday. So does that work? Do you think it worked for you or not? Um, I think it depends on the target. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with, uh, with Corey. It really depends on the target. Some targets are like not doable for me, but um, there's a, I feel like I do work really well when I have like a goal, a goal in mind. Yep. Um, and I'm also like, I don't know, but for me, like when, when, when I have a goal, like I share it with my fans too. And I feel like it makes a huge difference because they get kind of invested in the idea of like helping me reach the goal. Yep. And I had I had a lot of messages and from um, from people that I saw my my because I said that my dream was like to sell out my album and like a lot of people send me messages like I bought your album I hope you sell out like I'm super excited for it like it, they they've been watching me for a while and like I think it really helps people um, when you tell them specifically what your goals are is yeah. it, it motivates also the fans. Mm-hmm. So how do you okay so because people some people have told me they get embarrassed doing that with their fans so how do you approach that personally without making it sound stupid do you get what i mean uh, i'm kind of blunt <clears throat> like i'm oh. i'm really like the, the way i market myself or the way like i do my posts is i try to be as honest as possible yep. so i'm just going to be honest with people like hey um i have this and i want to sell that much album you're going to see all my next posts are going to be this that's it and like people react really well because they're just like, oh yeah, she has that goal. That's why she's posting so much. Because I was posting about like three or four posts uh, on Instagram, which I usually don't do. I do just one a day. I was posting multiple times and like they, people got used to it. Like they, they know that I've been trying to sell something. And I told them like, once I'm done with the, with selling the album, I'm going to go back to my regular contents. And people are just like, okay. <laughs> people loved it. So no, you didn't give a fuck is what it was. Oh yeah, exactly. I feel like you, you, um, for 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 musician or for artist like yeah. you really have to get out of your head like it's like people know that you're trying to sell stuff like they're not stupid like you're a musician like you're you have your career you have your music you're trying to sell your albums this is how you live from music you have to sell your stuff so i think that um we get into our heads too much and like we think that we should be ashamed of like trying to sell stuff but like it's yeah. not it's not a reality like I've been I've sell I've sell stuff in stores like I used to be mm-hmm. a, a sell a sell person at a gym like I used mm-hmm. to work in a gym and I I used to sell like programs that were like thousands and thousands of dollars and like you have to really go in there and like just like try to figure out something and like to you have to push yourself to do it and like sometimes mm-hmm. like yes you can feel a bit of shame but at the same time you see the result after you look at your bank account and you're just like okay that was worth it mm-hmm. <laughs> well also on top of that i mean you also know that your music is good on top as well mm-hmm. so i mean if you if you don't have good music or you don't have a good product that's partly the partly the problem too cory yeah say uh no uh, you just took what i was gonna say at the because at the end of the day when you're 
a band and you're posting about something, you're selling things that people want already. Mm-hmm. People yes. want music. People want to be entertained. It's not the same thing as like, you know, you're at a mall and some salesperson attacks you with perfume or something <laughs> like that. It's, it's not one of those situations. People are following you because they want to support you. So when you're posting about having a sale or trying to sell out of your albums or anything like that, I mean, you're posting to an audience that already wants to spend their money on you. It'd be the same thing if you were touring, you'd post about it because you know that audience wants to buy your tickets and come and see you. So there's really, the shame shouldn't be there, I guess, because you're not like some scummy salesperson or, and you're not begging for money or anything like that. You're, Mm -hmm. you're, giving people something that they've already asked for yeah and it's our yeah. art too, and art improves uh, people's mental state and improves mm-hmm. their their productivity as well because it motivates them and the rest of it what were you gonna say guy uh i just like i feel like if you you're putting out music that you're proud of you shouldn't be ashamed to try to sell it and um like i i i, I know how hard it can be for musician or artist or whatever because like i've been there before like i i've released a bunch of shit before i released my album and like i was kind of like scared to share my stuff i was really 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 kind of ashamed <laughs> mm-hmm. not ashamed but i was like really shy and that's <clears throat> why it took me years to like be able to be a solo artist 100 to be like myself but I feel like you have to kind of get over yourself like you have to put something out that you're proud of and you have to be proud of like trying to sell it to people too like you have you have to take pride in your uh, your work I agree were you were you were you kind of shy like that up until the crowdfunding campaign out of curiosity I was still really shy doing the crowdfunding yeah I thought so yeah Uh, yeah yeah um I think uh, seeing like people reacting to my stuff made me like more confident. And um, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think my mindset really changed. Um, I went from like being, I'm still someone that's really, really, really shy, but I, at some point I was like, well, if I really want to do this full time, I need to push myself and I need to get over myself and I need to like stop being sort of so afraid of being myself so I was like, I'm going to do whatever I want to, f- I feel like doing, and um, I'm just going to take ownership of my work. That's a good attitude. Um, so what, what, is, what is your personal goal for when to be full-time in music? I have one, but I want to hear yours. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if it could be tomorrow, I would be, I would be happy. But um... what, what is your actual goal? What is your actual date that you are going to be, that you want to be music, C squared, full-time? Because I got oh, June. Yeah. You got June. <laughs> um, I have December. Let's say December. You have December. Okay. Well, yeah. I got June. So we'll see who we'll see who wins this. With this wins this because <laughs> Corey's got December, and I think and I think because uh, um, you, you you don't live in as high expense places. as Portland. Portland's like insanely expensive. I think you can oh. probably is Montreal. Yeah, I have, you're, you're, and I have to cover my own health insurance too, which is the other yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah oh my god you're in portland i love portland i went to a few years ago and i love the city so much it has changed a lot over the past like five years um mm-hmm. i'm a bit south of portland but i mean it's still expensive where i live mm-hmm. definitely not as expensive as portland proper but it is still really expensive in oregon but yeah portland has changed over the past five years it's not not what it used to be and it makes me sad <laughs> um yeah it's just kind of gone yeah i feel like yeah, and i'm sure my friends up in portland like who listen to this will will 
you know, hate me for saying this, but we, we, <laughs> it kind of sucks now. We, we, we won't talk about this further because Corey's going to get us in trouble with all of our Portland crowd now. Um, <laughs> we had a Portland guest. There are audience. still some great spots in Portland and like my favorite venues are still up in Portland, but it's just like knowing what it was like when I was younger, it's what it is mm. now. It's just like, why? Oh, <laughs> I get it. So, okay, moving back, back onto the main subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. so your, your goal, you said, is December to be full-time. You're talking Correct? to you. me or me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so, you, so you're ready. For, so your, your goal is December. My goal is July. So if you make the goal, uh, what do you think you're going to have to do in order to make that happen? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, probably do more posts. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What else? uh i feel like i'm really put on the spot um you, you what i said i am putting you on the spot yeah yeah i'm just like panicking uh well for sure i, I think <laughs> that's, that's my job you're gonna kill our new employee curtis <laughs> he's a contract if anybody's listening you're gonna kill our new associate affiliate whatever the heck you want to call her you're going to kill Gaia. <laughs> so, so, Gaia, here's a breakdown that I have for you if you want to hear it. Yeah, so I want to hear it. Okay, so I think I think you should have as your target that you need to sell uh, at least uh, four websites a month. Okay. Because if your target is to sell four websites a month, that should be about $1,600 per month. Yeah. Which would be about 1800 $1, Canadian. Mm-hmm which should be enough for you to be full-time correct yeah it should be enough okay so if you're selling four websites a month one per week you're full-time okay you that's a pretty doable uh, target though it is it is but yeah. i mean obviously if you just do one month one month like that you probably want to wait a little bit yeah you yeah yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, especially because like I'm, I've been at the job, the the place where I work for like so long that like I want to be really sure before I leave my my day job. <laughs> exactly. So you probably want to wait like maybe I mean probably my, now that I'm thinking about my July target is probably a little bit unreal, uh, unrealistic because you would want to have income coming in consistently first. Mm -hmm. But if you did one per week for the next three months or whatever, that would probably mm -hmm. be you'd be in a position where you could be comfortable to do it yeah that's not bad at all no it's very doable cool um okay so next thing i want to cover here this is this is a Corey thing so Corey, can you kind of go over what we did with our uh, other superstar miss uh, laura uh of the inferno doll and uh, how we got her to 800 or 700 worth of sales in one week and a half so we came up with a pretty unique idea for laura to try um for her she did a bundle of a hoodie and a CD, she did not discount the bundle at all. It was, you know, full price of, you know, as if they had bought the hoodie and the CD separately. But what she did was she signed every CD and she uh, kissed the inside booklet of every CD. So everybody who bought a CD from Laura got a kiss from Laura. And it was a really, you know, unique uh, a gimmick, I guess. I hate the word yeah. gimmick. I really do hate the word. It's a gimmick, but I hate the word gimmick. Um, but yeah, so we called it the Infernal Kiss bundle. And uh, she did several posts about it, lives about it. She just went ham on social media, um, just like you did, Gaia, on promoting it. 
Um, so giving it that unique twist plus constantly, you know, being in everybody's face with the deal, um, cause it was only for a short time that it was available. Yep. So creating that, you know, the sense of urgency, the clear call to action with a unique product. And she was able to sell, you said 700, right? I think it was 700. Yep. Yeah. $700. Yep. So yeah, all those things mixed together made for a, a pretty awesome week for her. <laughs> it did. Then, then the next thing that she did, she's doing right now, mm -hmm. uh, she decided to uh, make her earlier album, Domination, available at Name Your Price. It was selling before at $11 for the digital version. And then mm -hmm. once we did that, she did kind of, she's been doing kind of a similar type thing. And she's made about 200, 250 already just from that within about six, seven days, I think it is. She said she's only going to be doing it for a limited amount of time. So she's been telling people that, you know, I'm putting on, uh, putting the album at name your price for 14 days. Once it's gone, once that's up, it's back to $11. So she got like $200 worth of sales. Guy, that's something you could try actually too, now that I think of it. I, the problem is that I don't have as much material as she does. I only have like my album. Don't you have an, you have an earlier solo, don't you? Or am I mistaken? Didn't you? Uh, like, well, early? I have. I have I have something on other names, but I don't want to like associate them oh, necessarily with my with my my, my myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. I, because it was under another name. Uh, no, I get it now. No, I see where you're yeah. coming from on that, and we'll have to come up with a different idea for you on that one. Mm -hmm. But anyways, Laura did name your price is currently doing name your price for a limited time. I know a lot of people think name your price is kind of stupid because a lot of people will take it for free. But if they do emails, 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 is yep. what's <laughs> you're still you're still getting their data. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get so in Laura's case, even though she's getting a lot, bunch of freebies, she's still getting people signing up for email addresses with their email address, which means she can then hit them up later with a sale and say, buy my hoodie, buy my shirt, buy my whatever the heck it is that she's that she's selling. So it's not a waste of time if you do this. The same we're kind of doing the same thing with the PR or sorry, social media challenge that we're starting tomorrow. Uh, mm -hmm. and we PR challenge, name your price, even if they didn't didn't pay us. We still get their email and it's really, really good because then we can hit them up later. So it's a good thing. Um, next thing I want to cover with C squared, unless one of you guys had something else to say. I, I want to add something um, it's just because we were talking about mailing lists and I just want to point out that it's if you're an artist that is listening right now and you don't have a mailing list, you are missing out. You're very, very, very missing out and you should set up your uh, mailing list because most of the sales, not all, but a lot of the sales I made from uh, my uh, sellout CD campaign um, was from my mailing list too. Like I had like a, a lot of sales and most of the people, not most, but a lot of people that bought the album again, um, they bought it like more than once. So I had yeah. repeat customers um, because I also added a doodle that came with the album that was like a it's a custom thing that i'm working on it this weekend but everybody got like a, a custom doodle so work on your mailing list it's very 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 important I that was uh, my piece of advice <laughs> and uh one more thing before we move on from the sales point is Corey made a very good point none of these none of these products were discounted at all yes I the full rate laura sold at full rate Mm -hmm. uh, other than the name your pricing, it's been like totally nobody has done any discount whatsoever as of this point. You do not have to give up money in order to add value. It's, yeah. I mean, like what Gaia just said, she's you're including a doodle in with your stuff. Laura, yeah. like she she kissed the inside booklet of her albums. Yeah. And I mean, all that cost her was some lipstick. You yeah. don't have to give up anything to add value to 
what you're selling, whether it's, you know, oh, we'll, we'll sign it. Yeah. And that's, you know, something that's unique or we'll kiss it or we'll doodle something for you or we'll include a fun little handwritten note. You can add value. And those kind of things mean more to people than 10% off or 20% off or whatever, because they're, mm-hmm. there's something that creates a connection with the band. A, a yeah. sale can be good, but you don't want to overuse it is the point. No. Trying. So, yeah, for, for, for me, I did when I sent them my mailing list, I did give them a little discount okay and because like there are people from uh the mailing list already get discount that's the thing that's that's the way i sell my mailing list it's just like when you you join in you're gonna have like discount that other people don't don't get and that was like a a little reason for people to get it too yeah but you've always advertised that your lists yeah they get they get perks other people don't get but everybody else Mm -hmm. got did not exactly for the little uh included with it um Okay, so let's talk a few more, uh, since we've got a few more minutes here, not much longer. So, Corey, can you kind of go over, please, um, why you think it's good for, for bands to be doing, kind of connecting up with us and getting either coaching or consulting from us? Because I think part of the key thing that helped both of them with sales is that we did help motivate them and kind of push them on the chart. Like, Gaia isn't paying for that because she works with us, obviously, but Laura does, and uh, so did Car- Carlos. Can you kind of go over why that's helpful and needed in order to make your targets? Well, one, having outside motivation, having somebody in your corner saying, no, you can do this is it's a huge help. Cause I mean, when you're on your own and you're off and you're like, you're, you feel like you're an, on an Island, it's really hard to stay motivated. So having people in your corner, um, cheering you on and keeping you accountable for what your, your goals are is important. And at the same time, people who sign up with us, they have access to just a lot of different facets of knowledge. Cause we have, you know, me, you, Gaia, Holly, all of us working together, all of us bringing different sets of knowledge together. Cause I mean, none of us know everything, but together we know a lot and we mm-hmm. can help a lot and come up with unique ideas and unique plans for yep. our clients so that, I mean, they can succeed if you're, you know, going with just a single person, you have one set of knowledge versus four sets of knowledge. So it's, I mean, there's a lot of advantage to having a team behind you that can motivate you, keep you accountable and bring a lot of different ideas and a lot of different experiences to the table. And Gaia as well, just for anybody who's listening, um, has experience in crowdfunding, which a lot of people don't have. Um, She crowdfunded her in five thousand dollars last year is what it was it was uh well my goal was four thousand but i ended up getting 4.8 yeah so you actually beat your target when you did the crowdfunding so if though like with gaia she she knows how to crowdfund so if you work with us and you need need help with crowdfunding gaia can help you with that Corey uh knows marketing she just did a video that got what was it 60,000 or 70,000 views so far? Um, it's at like, it's at like 65,000 and it's been out for one month today. Yeah. Uh, the band's second most viewed video has 50,000 views, but that's over the course of a year, almost a year and a half. Yeah. So Corey knows what she's doing. She's also grown that same band Spotify by 10 times roughly. More. Was it, was it more? What was it? It's more. They started out at 200 and they're currently at 3,200, 3,300. I was thinking they started out higher. Okay. So she, so she did like 12 times or something like that. Uh, plus she's also increased all the social mediums of any bands that she's been working with. 
very well done. Um, so she knows what she's doing. And all of these bands are all independent artists. These are not people that are starting from big numbers or anything like that. They're all pretty <laughs> high. <at> all. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one, one more thing for Gaia before I talk about the last thing. We've got like five minutes. Uh, so Gaia, do you, what do you, so since you started focusing on sales, how do you think, why, or sorry, let me, let me rephrase that question. Why do you think it's important for bands to focus on sales in addition to just posting, if you get what I mean? Uh, well, if you want to be a full-time musician, you have to sell. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the thing that we, I feel like we sometimes forget. <laughs> yeah. We're like so focused on music that we don't realize that we have like to push sales too. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, like you, think about your goals. If your goal is to do music full-time, you should focus on sell a lot yeah i agree mm -hmm. how much how much do you work work per week uh guy it's quite a bit right including like with everything if uh, uh, what sorry including everything how much do you work on your uh per week just with music in your day job and uh with music in my day job um and, i think it cheaper. would it would be around 60 hours 60 hours per week okay so yeah. you do so you do so you do almost what is it yeah it's about eight hours per day roughly uh i do eight hours of my eight day job yeah, yeah, it's way more. I think it's about maybe 10 hours a day. 10 hours, like day. Oh, 10 hours yeah. a day, if you know, one day off, basically. Yeah, yeah. Usually I take my Sunday, like, half off so I can, like, reset. <laughs> Except for today, where, where it's where you're doing with us and then Laura later. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's one thing I do want to point out is it does also take a lot of work. And I think that's the last thing I want to cover with, especially with Corey, mm -hmm. because Corey's working her guts out right now. Um, yeah what but it does take a lot more work than you think it's going to take like Gaia spent spend 60 hours per week doing everything uh Corey does about probably like 100 hours a week if not more than that I'm doing a little bit less during the during the album release like prior to the album coming out I was pulling 120 hours each week yeah. Yeah, um like it's calmed down a little bit but I'm still over 100 so like she's worked like she's working her ass off in order to get this done. So she's doing 100, 100 plus hours per week. Gaia's doing 60, but Gaia's Gaia's also only got the one thing. Corey's got like eight things right now. Just wait, <laughs> just wait, just wait a few more weeks, Gaia. You'll, you'll be upping it. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? I'm doing about I don't know how many I'm doing, but I'm doing quite a bit too. So you probably do between what like 90 and 100, 110. I don't know. Give or take. Know. I don't know anymore. I, I honestly don't know anymore. I, I honestly just like it all blurs together to me. It does. But I mean, if you want this, it's what's oh. necessary. You can't mm -hmm. have hobby level commitment and expect career level results. Exactly. It's not a hobby. When you yeah. want to do this full time, you have to do it full time and it's not going to pay off right away. Yep. It's an investment. Your time is an yep. investment at the end of the day. So the time that you put in now that is unpaid, where you're not making a whole lot of money, where it's a grind, where you're tired, where it sucks is going to pay off a lot in the long run. Like right now I'm tired all the time yep. and I get cranky and then Curtis yep. calls me and sometimes I'll be crying because I'm stressed out and it'll be a mess. But you know what? In a year when I'm working with my bands full time, totally freaking worth it. Totally mm -hmm. worth it because this is my jam. I love yep. supporting the bands that I work with and I love watching them grow. And when you're in a band 
and you're watching yourself grow, it's going to be even more meaningful because this is like, it'll be your baby out in the world and you're going to watch it grow up and become this big thing. So invest the time now. And then, I mean, just suck it up and invest the time now, basically. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this. I want to point out because um, I'm basically trying to grow C squared. That's why I'm pulling all these hours. I'm trying to grow mm-hmm. C squared. I'm not, I had doer PR already going. It was a going yeah. concern. Uh, it was no problem. I've been doing it for the last two, you know, seven years. Mm-hmm. I was only doing like eight or nine hours a day, every day still, but still only eight or nine hours a day. But now since I met Corey, we've been doing late, late, late. long, long, <laughs> late, long days. Yeah. yeah. I used to and sleep. It, it, up, and the thing I- is, is neither one of us needed to, because oh. I had my full-time job in marketing. I mean, I have a comfortable salary, nothing I can complain about, but it's not me. Yep. It's not like, I, I like my job. I love the company that I work with, yep. but it's not my passion. Yep. And I, and I'm over here. I'm trying to make sure guy is full-time at some point. Corey's full-time Holly's full-time. And uh, I think Curtis's get... passion is making sure other people are full-time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do once we're, once everybody's full-time? Yeah, I know. Work? What, what are you going to do? Cause I, I mean, no you're not going to know what to do with yourself when you're like, okay, well I'm done. No, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, next thing is going to be to like try to do something even bigger, but uh, with all of us, but build we'll the next out. Metallica. That's going to be your next goal. Uh, probably. <laughs> so, um, anything, anything, either one of you guys want to say before we wrap up? We're at the 45 minute mark. I think I'm good. Gaia? I'm good too. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that was a very productive discussion. Um, also, if you're listening to this today, because I think I'm uploading this today, we have the 14 day social media challenge is starting tomorrow if you sign up and send me your receipt you'll be entered into a giveaway for gaia's cd anatomy of fear or a digital download um i've had a couple people already dm me so far but uh, if you send but you got to dm me the receipt that you pay more than five dollars uh, of name your price and you can be entered to get it and she will ship to anywhere in the world other than australia africa and south america no, South America too. Like I've, I've shipped there before. It's not too bad. <laughs> so not a, no Australia, no Africa. Rest of the world is totally cool. Maybe not Japan either, because that might be a little bit too far out. Uh, but other than that, uh, link will be in the um, in the notes. Uh, other than that, oh, hard- there is one more thing I want to say. Okay. Big thank you to Ghost Cult Magazine for hosting this because I forgot to say it at the oh. beginning. So uh, yeah. Oh. If you don't follow Ghost Cult, follow Ghost Cult. You know what else we forgot to shout out? What? Gaia and us were featured in the new Sarah Jezebel Diva video, Torn Between Two Worlds, which you should check out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Watch it. Love it. Adore it because it's awesome. It's honestly, it's one of the more touching videos I've ever seen made. Like it, the way that it was put together was absolutely fantastic. Did you cry? No. Yeah. no you, not at all i i had a bug in my eye and i was trying did, to drown it uh-huh did you cry did you cry did you cry guy oh uh, no you didn't, or, guy, or, I, or I, I saw it like yeah but i saw it like half asleep this morning so i what? like i have i have to watch it like really well but like i was so happy to see a lot of my friends there i was like yay yep there was a lot of people in there um mm-hmm. Corey gets thanked at the end i get thanked at the end hair Knox gets thanked at the end Lindsay gets thanked at the end anyways there's a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of people that we know in there but check it out it's a ghost cult magazine torn between two worlds all eyes on me so yeah. i guess that's it so party on Corey. 
Party on, Curtis. Party on, Gaia. Party on. (laughs) If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.